Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Can you believe we're doing another profit report this month? No. I literally, before we hopped on here, I was like, okay, what happened last month? What month was even last month? I couldn't have told you. There's a lot going on. And it's not so much business to me. It's like life is crazy right now. And I'm keeping it together. But (laughs) But we're hanging on by a thread. (laughs) It's a lot, man. But August went so good. Yeah. Despite what typically happens, which is Uh sometimes a hot mess. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that. I know you'll have some actual data for me, so I'm not just making stuff up. But one thing we, as most of you guys, we kind of threw out our 2020 plan really early on into the year. We actually didn't even have one, so it worked in our favor. And we just kind of take every month, month by month, week by week, and we focus on just 30 days ahead. And we knew or expected going into August that we would have a dip because we have a dip every August in engagement, in sales, in revenue, all of it, right? And so it was like, okay, cool. I think that's probably gonna be like right on par with everything else. I even felt that like for most of the month where I'm like, yeah, it feels like a slower month. It feels a little down. And then when we got on here, Abby was like, um, so actually, actually, So what actually happened? Well, August historically is a down month compared to July and September, and especially compared to what we do in a fourth quarter. And so we were anticipating things would be a little lower. It literally felt that way the whole time. And then I got the report back and I was like, wait, what? Oh, what? (laughs) We are 1.7 times higher than last August. Okay. And we grew compared to the month before. We've seen more consistent growth month to month this year than any other year. That (laughs) was literally our only goal at the end of 2019. Consistent, even if it's slow, even if it's just small but mighty, but consistency was 
really the only thing we were after. Positive consistency, not negative consistency. Well, we, I think, mentally have struggled with the ups and downs that launches Mm -hmm. can bring, both from a cash flow perspective, but also just from like mental headspace. Like, it's a lot to handle having this giant launch and then feeling like, you did shit the next Uh month. And so we really leaned into basically a new model. And we were like, you know what? I don't care what everyone else is doing. I don't care if they're running towards these huge six-figure launches. I just want consistency in my life. Mm -hmm. I want this to feel stable and reliable and create a sense of security, not only for our business, but for everyone who works here. Because I think one of my biggest fears when COVID became the headline was, are we going to have to lay off our staff? And even though they're not necessarily full-time employees, I know for a lot of these people, we're, we're a big part of what puts food on their table. And that was a little terrifying. In the past, we historically have always been the people that would cut our own pay before we would make anyone else suffer. But it's been so refreshing to be in this place. And I feel really, I know it sounds corny, but I feel really blessed like that we were able to grow through a season that so many businesses have struggled through. And I think it's just a testament to the fact that we're really focusing on serving our clients and customers. It's not coming from a vanity place at all. Mm -hmm. Like it's really about making sure y'all have access to tools that are going to help you grow your business. Yep. And one of those things, and I don't even know if I'll be able to put into words how good I felt about it, but I'll just get into some of the stuff that we did last month for y'all, but we did another live version of the Launch Simply webinar, uh-huh. mostly because literally the first one had the biggest tech issues we've ever had in business, ever, for a webinar, ever, like ever. And yet well, that <laughs> webinar converted the highest we had ever had. So we're like, I wonder what would happen if we <laughs> redid it and things went smoothly. Mm-hmm. Do you have some comparisons? We doubled our conversion, right? Over double. Mm-hmm. Our highest now converting webinar, that was the tech issue. We doubled that good conversion mm-hmm. the next month. So yeah. the first live was in July and then we repeated it in August. It was kind of like an encore. And this like- is definitely excluding early webinars because oh, back sure. in the day when we had 20 people that came to a webinar... And half of them bought. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's different. But like when we've been looking at bigger numbers, I mean, mm-hmm. I think this last live webinar converted it over 24% live, which is just uh-huh. crazy. And so our goal with re-recording it was one, we felt like y'all deserved a better, better experience, version. but also we wanted to play around with what would an evergreen funnel look mm-hmm. like to our membership, which we've never had a webinar associated with that low of a price product. Yeah. 
Yeah, just so you guys are kind of in on the decision making, it took us seven months to test a webinar for the shop. When every other product we've released, it's almost been in tandem where it's like, we don't even talk about this product until we have a webinar in front of it, because that's how we love selling. That's how we love engaging with our people. And that's what's worked for us for so long. Mm -hmm. And we just didn't immediately go to that strategy because everything we've sold in a webinar previously, like outside of our very first course ever has been at minimum $300 upwards into 2k plus. And so for a $47 product for a membership, this was something we hadn't done. And I think for a while we kind of asked ourselves like, A, and I'll just speak for myself, I wanted to treat the shop differently than we had any other products because I needed something new. I needed something different. And I think I personally didn't want the webinar to be the only way that sold the shop because I was just kind of over that being the only option, literally Mm -hmm. just because I was bored of it. I was like, I just want to try something different. And I wanted to prove our concept first. And I feel like obviously we did that for seven months prior and had mixed up even a couple different marketing strategies within releasing templates and the freebies and the bonuses, et cetera. But finally, we were just like, what if we kind of educate? And what if we just pitch the shop at the end and just see how it goes? And I think it's a testament to reminding us that it's okay to go back to your roots sometimes if it's what feels really good. And if both you and I shine really well in a webinar, I For think. Sure. And so having that kind of being like, You can do all these other things. And when you do this, it's also going to work. Well, and I think part of the hesitation with doing that in the first place is not that we have any intention of walking away from our business anytime soon, but just looking across our products, across our business, the shop at the end of the day is the most sellable piece of our business. And so Mm -hmm. what we've been hesitant to do was create any content or any sort of sales mechanism that made us the reason someone bought. Yep. And so that's honestly why I hesitated to do a mm-hmm. webinar because I didn't want to be the reason people join the shop. I want the shop to be the reason people join yeah. the shop. Well, and I think, and let me know if you agree, I think we could train someone who was really good at webinars to do the same deck. And maybe it's not a 24% conversion, but I think it's a pretty good repeatable deck. Oh, for sure. I agree. And I think there's definitely variations that could happen down the road. And I'll tell you why that's the thought process, because we've mentioned it in the past, but I just just want to reiterate that we, every step of the road, have tried to treat the shop instead of like a membership or instead of like another course, we've tried to treat it like a SaaS product. And this is service acting, software act, which one's first? Software as a service. Yes, yes, yes. So while we're not ultimately providing a software, we are providing a service that uses software to fulfill Mm -hmm. the product Mm -hmm. as much of a mouthful as that is. (laughs) If you followed any of that. So because of that, the way you sell, the way you maintain membership, the way you serve your people is just different. And so If you look at other SaaS companies creating webinars, no founder is running those. Mm -mm. 
So will we always do webinars? Probably not. I almost guarantee we as in you and I. Yes, that's what I mean. I think at some point we will have someone else Mm -hmm. running that aspect Mm -hmm. and maybe making it bigger. And I'm just kind of brainstorming now, but I think even sooner rather than later, because like, it's not because I want to offload it. I actually really, really enjoyed that webinar. It was so fun. It was so good. We got off of that call and we were like, girl, like just the engagement from that, like the conversations we had with our existing members who were hyping up the shop and perspectives who were like, okay, this is now clicking. It's the funnest part of my job is seeing that the pieces line up for someone, right? And Mm -hmm. for something to make sense. So for that reason alone, I will continue to do them for the near future. But I also think like there's so many other versions of the conversation that could be had because the shop is so bountiful in resources that we could get various people on our team to lead different workshops and trainings that are just on a different topic. And, you know, that's something I'm very interested in. But even rolling out this deck as an affiliate opportunity and doing it on a more regular basis with other people's audiences. I just think there's a lot to be explored there. And I think we're trying not to get too ahead of ourselves with anything. Uh Guys, we have planned so little in advance this year that I think you guys would honestly be shocked. The other day was the most planning we've done all year. Yep. And truthfully, we were planning mostly for our creative director because we were like, we don't want to bog someone else's schedule down coming up into the holidays, coming up into the Mm -hmm. new year. So let us make these decisions. Right. And then this person can fulfill their role. Exactly. Through January. Right. We were trying to not be the bottleneck, not so much that we felt like we needed to plan, if that makes sense. And I don't know, I think it served us well. Like the business is growing, our baseline revenue is growing, our MRR is growing. I do like foresee challenges and I think there's going to be some things that I still don't know the answer to because we've never had an MRR this high for any product. And so it just comes with a new set of challenges. Churn being people say at any size churn is going to be your number one question mark. It's still my number one question mark. I think the challenge we're facing now is at the size we are and with the churn that I think from what I can tell is very normal for the kind of product we have. Agreed. We have to get our growth rate faster than our churn rate. And right now, just based on the size, they're too close to the same. And so we need to speed our growth up in order to compensate for our churn. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to maintain this MRR, which is not bad. Like if we right. stayed here, we'd be comfortable and right. we'd re- right. maintain profit and but we'd be able to pay ourselves. In business is to see growth. <laughs> right. So, well, not necessarily, not everybody. I think there's a lot of people That's that want to maintain That's not really our style. No, no. And I'm still not in the camp of because I know there's some people and for it, I'm going to go down a little tangent here. But for some people, I guess it makes sense where it's like higher end programs. I only want to cap it at this amount. This type of product, I think it's silly to be like, oh, I only want this many members. It's just like, no, let's just create the systems to be able to. Yeah, like it's going to need more support the bigger Mm -hmm. it gets. Like we're already outlining, okay, we're going to need this person, this person, this person. And I think there's even more roles that we haven't fully identified yet. 
like, is the person we're slating as community manager also skilled enough to do a sales webinar? Right. Maybe, maybe not. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think our business is here to teach us a lot of lessons and a lot of these lessons we haven't learned or been able to see until way past it, right? And I'm trying to do a better job of trying to ask myself and identify what am I needing to learn right now Mm -hmm. in this current season? And I think even last year, Emily, but for sure the year before Emily would have looked at 
our stagnancy and been very disappointed and been very like, what do we need to do to get this back up? What do we need to do? We're making mistakes. We must not be doing this right. Like we're losing money here when none of those things are true. Mm -hmm. And how I'm trying to look at it now is, okay, we're maintaining a really healthy, surprisingly high for how old it is. What we did not plan for. No. So we've been like exceeding expectations, A. So let's recognize that. Mm -hmm. And B, maybe the consistency of maintenance right now is what we need to be learning so that we can set up systems for growth. Like maybe literally right now, we don't have the capacity for much more growth. And so our business is in this bubble of like, okay, you need to catch up and be ready for me kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And that's at least how I'm starting to take lessons. I'm trying to identify what they are as I'm learning it. Right. Well, and if I've learned anything over the last five years, it's that there are patterns, but there's also so many things that are unpredictable. So while we are eight months in, in terms of reporting and analytics and all of that, eight months of a product of this size that has the potential to be all on its own, Mm -hmm. a multi-million dollar company... (sighs) It's just way too early. It's in infancy. We don't have years worth of data. We don't have an idea of what is a growth and then stabilization look like. If anything, I would assume we are currently in stabilization and that's totally normal. And we're going to have to do things to bump it to the next level. Plus, not to mention a lot of what I think if I were to just like take current assessments of what I think may be happening, I think part of the reason it's stabilizing versus in like a massive growth moment, because we did have a bunch of growth related to the webinar. So don't get me wrong there. But the reason it's moving that way right now is we are battling rising advertising costs Uh and moving into a season that we don't really have a whole lot of say in like with Facebook and Instagram being our primary place for paid advertising. We're marketing literally to people that are also getting marketed to with political ads, with just seasonal ads. Like if this weren't an election year and we were just battling holiday mm-hmm. with, it would still go up. It would still go up. And then it's holiday with everyone going to be shopping almost exclusively online because of the pandemic. That's just totally outside of our scope of we don't have any decision to make there. We're just dealing with the cards that are dealt. So I have no room to complain about any of it, you know, and yet we said, you know, the last couple of months, the shop has been sitting right around 50%. Do you know what it is this month? Okay, yeah, guys, I don't have any of these numbers pulled in front of me because I've decided to be lazy today. So I'm literally guessing. Okay, so is it at 57? On the money, my (laughs) friend. 57%. The shop didn't exist until (laughs) mid-January. It is 57% of our current revenue. So... 
I can't fully grasp that. And we had just passed the year mark with working with our current ads team. And they're like, it's so funny just like thinking about where you were at a year ago, what you were worried about, what you were launching, what you were. And I was like, I say girl, but they're all dudes. Well, <laughs> except Dania. Dania's a girl, obviously. I can't quite describe the place we were in this time last year, but I tell you, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't great, right? I didn't feel good. I didn't nope. feel like a good leader. I didn't nope. feel like a good CEO. Nope. I thought we were at risk of losing everything we had built. Yeah. And it's hard to admit that now, but now I'm like, oh, we got it all figured out. And if anything, I've just been proven that like, if you're willing to work through it, yeah. You can be handed a really shitty deck of cards yeah. and still figure it out. Well, and I think that that's even looking back in a couple of years from now or whatever, that's still going to be one of the things that I am really proud of us for doing where, and we've talked about this here before, but I feel like not to toot our own horns, but I will, we are great at pivoting. And if anything, there's been a couple of times on the phone personally where we've been like, are we done? Do we need to wrap this up? But it's never been like a, we need to talk about quitting conversation at all, like literally ever. And every time it's, let's be mad about something. Let's be sad about something. Okay. Literally turn around. Now, what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of us for just continuing to push through all of that Mm -hmm. because I mean, yes, now we are being rewarded through that, but it's our fifth year. We're just starting our fifth year. Oh, wait, no, it's the end of our fifth year. Year. Yeah. It's like our fifth birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's our fifth birthday. Yeah. In this industry, in this world, five years is like 10 years. Five years, like 15 years. Like it's just the amount of growth and change and just stuff that happens, I think, in that time frame is bananas to me. Well, I also think there's a big difference between, and I think everyone has their own maturity timeline and all that. But I will say as a human being, me in my mid-20s versus me and my early 30s. I am not the same human being. No, no. I am way more easygoing, easy to please, like laid back. (laughs) Yep. Want to take life kind of one step at a time. Don't really have any timeline on most of the things I want to accomplish. They're just going to happen. Like, yep. I think for so long, I felt like I had to grind to get to the thing. You're just making it harder than it needs to be. Yeah. Not that you okay, don't have so, to work hard. Right, you right. worked really right. hard. Okay, let's talk more numbers. For sure. Okay, so shop 57%. Strategy Academy is still our signature program. We're still running ads. We still have the funnel flowing, all the things. At this point, we're back to the point where we have a year of stacked funnel. So long story short of what that actually means (laughs) is there was a really bad launch last year and we literally turned off a funnel that was making up the majority of our income at the time for like three months, which sounds like no big deal, but we were like on purpose losing tens of thousands of dollars a month. It was a lot. Okay. It was a lot, but now we're at a point where payments are stacking, but we're also starting to drop off what we got 
this time last year. So like, if we want it to stack more, we have to grow more. Do we even want to do that? Lots of question marks there. But it brought in 22% in the month of August, which Mm -hmm. is down, but only because the shop keeps growing and essay is staying about the same. Right. So just last week, we did an amazing update to the webinar that leads you to learning more about our signature program. And so it's fresh content. It's totally new. We've tweaked it a little bit and it's us now. So if you want to go watch that, it's over at bossproject.com slash dream job. And then Trello is awesome (laughs) as always. And We definitely have sales in other categories, but these continue to be our three biggest intentionally. Like that's what we're trying to do. We've kind of batted around with what's next for Trello and that product. And I don't know, we don't have a timeline on that, but it continues to be a really amazing way for us to get in hot leads that love the results they're getting from the program that are seeing changes within their business. And for that, I'm really proud. And we hit 13% for the month of August for Trello. So on the expense side, we did not have too many things shift necessarily. For those of you familiar with our profit reports, we always aim for our cost of goods sold to be right around 30% with our advertising being somewhere between 20 and 25. We're pretty much on the money with that with COGS at 31 and advertising at 26. The remaining amount that makes up our cost of goods sold is vast majority fees for Mm -hmm. Stripe and PayPal. And then we do have... Like since we have some physical products, whether you guys realize it or not, (laughs) we do have some material goods. So t-shirts and mugs and shipping and stuff all factor into that. Yeah. And then our contractors, our goal is on average for our contractors to be right around 20%. Some people will say up to 30. It just kind of depends on the size of your team, but we like it to be around 20. We did have a photo shoot, which we didn't really touch on. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot that happened in August. Yeah. But we had a photo shoot in August. And so when we do one-off projects like that, you will see a temporary bump in our contractor percentage. Which we have an entire episode for you guys. If you are thinking about a brand photo shoot, we walk you through the entire process. We hired a stylist, how we got shot lists for our photographer, how we prepped models, how we prepped ourselves, how we organized the day for you to take advantage of it to get really, really good imagery for your feed, your website, your brand, your materials, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So definitely check out that previous episode. That was done probably about a year and a half ago, but the content is still relevant. That would still be the same. For this shoot, we did hire a stylist and a photographer. And so our contractor percentage bumped up to 24%, which was totally fine and expected. I know we've talked about it before, but we have really, really slimmed down our team over the last year. And so we're at this like very comfortable place right now. So things are just kind of 
going and flowing. Well, we're at a comfortable place, but I can't wait until next month where, I mean, we are hiring. Yeah. And so we're bringing on at least one, potentially two really cool roles, kind of doing some reshifting around. I but it's I more come- reorganization than anything right. else. How right. much we're actually spending ideally is about the same. Right. 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 So... Yeah. Maybe we can have Alyssa on next month and we can kind of talk about that process. Totally. It's a whole thing, guys, <laughs> a whole thing. And then the last piece of the puzzle in terms of major expenses, obviously, maybe not obviously, but a lot of our other expenses are small. Like we did maintenance. I did maintenance. Emily is still delaying her maintenance on her computer, <laughs> but We recently talked with Brayden about, and I can't remember if it's going to air before or after this episode, but there's this misconception that to spend money to save on taxes is actually saving you money. And it's really that you're just getting a discount on whatever you're paying for. Anyway, we decided earlier, maybe a month or two ago, Mm -hmm. that this year we were going to get new phones and just get maintenance on our computers and then think about new computers next year, which will put most of our machines somewhere between five and seven years old. So we have not upgraded much, you know, in, in the past we bought cameras or equipment, mm-hmm. but we're literally all of our equipment right now is pretty old. Our phones are old. Our computers are old. Our cameras are old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything newer than three years. Mm -mm. Yeah, we've really buttoned down all of that. (laughs) I think we both are like, oh, and what about this? What about maybe that too? I don't know. But we try to keep things pretty slim around Mm -hmm. here. So all that being said, our payroll was at 19% because we've been in the stabilization period. Emily and I got a raise and I'm not mad about it. No. She called me and she goes, I have good news for you. Yes. You're getting a raise. Woohoo. <laughs> it's always goodness. It's always yeah. goodness. I did consult my bookkeeper and my accountant because I don't know. I've done things in the past where I thought I knew what well, I was I think doing. Even literally you said Parker said we could get a raise. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. You know what? While we're ultimately in control, it's always helpful to get an outside perspective. I mean, in any major decision, but for that specifically, when it comes to finances, sometimes they get a little clammy because it's not my background, you guys. I went to art school, okay? (laughs) I got a C in accounting, okay? Like, (laughs) Okay, here's what's so funny, though. The only math class literally that I ever got an A in was personal finance. Well, personal finance is so different than accounting, but I feel like if I retook it, I think you could do better now. I think I could do way better now, but I had to learn via experience instead of fucking algebra or calculus or whatever. I'm not great at math. I still don't like it and it makes me anxious. But when I took personal finance, it was like, of light that was like, oh, maybe you're not stupid. And you just don't need to know how fast two trains are traveling when they're going to reach Taco Bell. Like Uh, I don't (laughs) algebra was always became easy for me. But my favorite class, which will totally make sense to you. My favorite math class was statistics. Statistics. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Give me all the analytics, you guys, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. about it. Okay, mm-hmm. so the number you're all waiting for, what we do profit. Well, I have two exciting things to share with you. So one, our profit was at 22%. Our goal is 30 And literally the only reason was because we had higher expenses because of computer maintenance and our one-off projects. So we were basically taking the difference and reinvesting it in our business, which is a totally fine and normal decision. That's what it's there for. Yep. (laughs) But the part that I still don't think I can fully grasp and blows my mind, you guys, we hit this number more like yesterday, not at the end of August, but very, Give me very the two early weeks. December. Yeah. We have made, I just can't. We have made to date what we made in all of 2019. And our profit and half of that is profit? Uh, no, more like 30% because that's our goal. Just about 30% profit margin. I'd have to go back and double check, but we were nowhere near to 30% profit last year. Not Not even ballpark. Not even close. So literally our goal this year, and I'll be transparent with you guys, our goal was to make the same, but just increase our profit margin. Literally. So to have met that goal in the first week of September feels really, really good. There's a lot of runway left this year. Uh And historically, Q4 is our best quarter anyway. Yep. So I can't quite fathom what's going to happen, but I'm excited about it. And I'm really freaking proud of you, Emily. (laughs) I am. This all girl. (laughs) Yeah. What are we going to do to celebrate? Because guys, we are the worst at celebrating. The worst. But we are, we're going to go out. We're going to pick a fancy as F restaurant, <laughs> probably someplace we wouldn't normally take ourselves. We're going to go out. We're going to celebrate five years in business. Yep. We're going to celebrate hitting our revenue and blowing it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And it's going to feel really good. So we'll share on stories where we end up, but keep your tabs out for that. So we're going to actually get dressed and look fancy. I know. Our husbands maybe haven't seen each other in a year. <laughs> like at least. No, I think they saw each other in January. But oh, like no, we, did. we did. We did for Penny's birthday. Yeah, that's it. So <laughs> anyway, I'm proud of us. Congratulations on a growth <laughs> month and Woo! a historically down month. Woo! Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. 
Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.